Ready on camera three. And hey, camera three. Well, thank you, Topo Gigio. And now, right here on our stage, BJ and the Affordables. Yes, oh, I got everything I can do. Uh-oh. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Here we are again at the Comedy Cellar, uh, which is a, a pleasure. They've been very polite and hooking up this uh, situation for me. Uh, Dan Natterman did not do their podcast, your usual podcast well, today, but they were Noam kind enough to hook town. it up anyway. What does that mean? Usually they like doing it, but without no better. I, that's, that's everybody often. knows that it becomes a comedy podcast, not a political podcast. Well, what happened yeah, is we, I just... I'm stressed out because I got that Comedy Central taping tonight, which I hate doing. Oh, you're doing it tonight? I, and I hate doing it. <laughs> so I'm you. already like kind of stressed about that, and I didn't feel like hosting a podcast on top of that. Mm. Being a co-host is a less stressful situation for me. So <laughs> Yes, my co-host all this week, Danny Natterman, everybody. Oh, this Brown. is a co-host. Oh, you should I get it now. Well, I just used the Mike Douglas all this week. That's what he always <laughs> used to do. My co-host all this week will be Mark Hamill. <laughs> well, anyway, Dave, uh, oh. happy Hanukkah. Here's oh, some. thank um, you. Oh. Maccabee chocolate. Oh, the Maccabees. Wait, is it single to Hanukkah? Is that is that today? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, no, wow. well, you're, no, you're it's the, uh, it is the twenty seventh day of Kislev, fifty seven seventy nine. And uh, here we are on the fourth day of Hanukkah. We will be lighting the menorah. Should we do it now? Sure. I know you like. I know that's your favorite that's part. That's really yeah, sweet. It is. Dave brought. All right, here we go. Dave brought a. I'm lighting actual the an actual menorah. menorah. I'm going to light the candles. This fire hazard. Who blows Say it the out? magic yeah. words. Baruch Atonoi Eloheinu Melech Olam Asher Kiddush on you Bar Mitzvah Tov Look at Russ Is that right? Is that correct? Is he using the right words? Wow, that was well done. Dan, is that right? 
Sounds right to me. Wow. Dave, can you put that in for me on the <laughs> sure. top there? Sure. I mean, it's Again? Elohein you melech olam, she'or sanisim lavotein you, bayamim ha'hem ba'zman ha'zeh. Bob, what do you think? The, I see the Germans gathering. The first, <laughs> <laughs> on the first night, there's three songs, but... Uh, oh, that's enough. I mean, <laughs> this is the fourth, and now we can go into the Moro yeah Come on, Danny. <laughs> Dave, you know that. <laughs> That's the heading to the office song. Now the menorah has been lit. Uh, fortunately, there is a Jewish owner to this club, so I don't think anybody will be upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even a Jewish star on the wall in, what do you call it, stained glass? That's correct. Which wow. Is different. How long does it stay lit? Um... Wow, half Bob, hour? I'm not rushing it. I just want to get the entire cast of Bob. Maybe a Bob half hour. <laughs> well, right. What do you think? If it looks like it gets dangerous, we'll I don't even up. know what he's. He has you know, no idea. No Russ idea. is the only uh, no non. Idea. You know. Well, I told Dave as you were singing, I saw the Germans. They're surrounding the Let area. Us know like where cats you are. Light coming a few up candles. It's uh, somebody had posted that if it's uh, if you think of it like a cell phone that only has 10 percent and then it lasts for three weeks, that is what Hanukkah is. Where That's there is just a little jar of oil. Well, can I ask, what's the biggest Jewish holiday? Yom Kippur. Uh, okay, when, when is that? That's Cyber Monday. That's in September or October. <laughs> okay. That's the biggest one. <laughs> so this is like nothing. This is like Actually, kind of your answer yes. to Christmas. Kind it of. is. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. So Absolutely. it's a, yeah, well, because, uh, Wait, not Hanukkah? It's not going to no. be a fight here. Hanukkah's a joke right. compared to Yom Kippur and the repercussions yeah. you get if you eat. Yeah, but what are the gifts for uh, well, Yom that's Kippur? That's the thing. There were no gifts. They were just trying to make it like Christmas. It's just because it, by happenstance, happens to fall in December or that it, that's area, it, it became, they tried to make it like Christmas so the Jewish kids wouldn't feel left out. They said, okay, here's some presents, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and believe me, that. you do feel left out. You yes. do feel left out. Dave, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. When, uh, when we were little and everybody was like, you know, well, ours would always come first. So like, what'd you get tonight? What'd you get? You know, and yeah. Dave, Dave's classic legendary joke can i tell it yeah please um always always like uh you know my parents they would you're supposed to get one gift a night uh for eight nights but my parents would give me one gift in eight pieces <laughs> i have to put it together i'm glad that one year i asked for a puppy it was <laughs> probably didn't do it justice but no, i, I remember better than one. i ever did it <laughs> um, yeah it's true. That's a classic but yeah so all my friends you know and you'd get one gift and then the rest of the days would be socks and yeah, that's um, true. it well, really sucked. And then when, you know, your friends who celebrated Christmas would tell you, oh, my God, it was amazing. We had like 30 gifts. We opened them all at once. It was like no fun. I never felt left out. As long as really? my TV picked up Santa Claus is Coming to Town and all those other shows, I was happy great. to play. And the songs. You got wow. the great Christmas songs. I can only think of the two sort of Hanukkah songs. One of them is the dreidel song, which yes. is kind of sad. But the other is a song that's called, like, In My Window. Where mm. you can see the glow of my menorah. I don't know it's that most, one. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really depressing. It's very slow. Well, that's slow why, jam. thank God for the Maccabees, who we're do... Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, it's... I spin my... Lo- no, I throw my lockers in the air tonight. Spin the dreidel, spin the dreidel. It's the Maccabees. How about we're I the out Russ. Hello, Val. Russ, what did you get for uh, Hanukkah? Beating? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, get Russ involved. I was just talking. Russ will get involved when he's ready. We'll talk about tennis later. Well, I, thought, I don't like the way he's engaging. You know, he's I really thought this. Me. I really didn't think it was going to happen this year with all that's happening in the year and with, you know, the passing of Ricky Jay, who's probably one of the right Dan. It's funny you should mention that Vegas magicians. Well, actually, I think international. He was an international. I was going to say, you know, everybody's talking about George Bush and. Yeah. Um, 
Burt Reynolds, uh, people that have passed away this year. But they're not wow. talking about the biggies, like Hugh Wilson, the writer and director of Police Academy and Stroker Race. That's right. I oh. mean, nobody is talking about that. <laughs> nobody is talking about Danny Leaner, the director of Howard and Kumar Go to White Castle, and Dude, Where's My Car? Where is his wow. mansion? Wow. Where is his funeral? How old was he? Do you have the age? No. Oh. And but what they happened, were young. What happened to Ricky Jay, ultimately? Did that come out? I believe that was a <laughs> ma- ma- uh, magic... Uh... <laughs> He's uh, Bill Bixby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that. There were some other notable. Uh, There's some dip- tape of him going into the Magic Castle, but none coming out. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's a probe. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Dan. No, no, no. I was wondering who are the, who are the other notables that have left us this year. Arlie oh. er, Ermy. You know, yeah, that guy, from uh, the, yeah, Private from Pyle. Full metal jacket. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. He was great. That guy was a genius. Oh, yeah, he was good. Uh, actually, Paul Junger Witt. Wait, he wrote... Uh, in, oh, in, wow. No, who's Paul Junger with? He created the Golden Girls, which is hilarious because Betty White outlived him. I was going to well. say he wrote like that Everest book, but that was like... No, Into Thin no. Air was Krakauer, uh, or whatever his name was. John Krakauer. That was the character that uh, Vic Tabak played in Star Trek. <laughs> There's a younger that wrote a lot Dude, of you're those. You're on top of it today. No, you're younger, right? There's yeah. a younger that wrote some of those. Young is the guy who did the... Uh, like the Perfect Storm, or one of those. Generation books. War or something like that. He did the... Now, you might know Elizabeth uh, Sung... Uh, I'm going to ask you what ethnicity she is when I tell you the work that she did. She was in she Hawaii Five O, the Joy Luck Club, and Memoirs of a Geisha. Uh, Do you know what? I can tell from the name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did Wu Hang Fat show up at the funeral? I remember that in the uh, Hawaii Five O at the end. It was, it was Shin Ho as and yeah, and then it was like Wong Ho Fat. Yeah, oh, what was his actual name? I can't remember. It Chow Young right, Fat. It was always Chow Young Chin, Fat. Chin Ho as Wu Fong or whatever. Like right, and as racist as we were back then, where I was like, why does that guy change his name? What the fuck is the point of that? What an asshole! It was really hard to be uh, the head of uh, the police in uh, Hawaii back then. Because you're uh, wearing a black suit. Everybody else wearing a Hawaiian shirt, so it's hard to go undercover. <laughs> hey, what's going on around here? Pass uh, some of that poi. Uh, <laughs> also, Welcome to Hawaii. The last surviving munchkin from The Wizard of Oz. Yes. He died. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> wow. These are really... the people we should be mourning. And Mrs. Garrett, you said? Yep, Mrs. Garrett. from. Uh, How old was she? About 90. 90, probably. Yeah, yeah, she was, definitely she was old when she was playing, Mrs. Garrett. Well, she, <laughs> yeah. she wasn't that old. We were just stupid young. But she right. looked kind of... She did kind of look old, but like Wilfred old. Brimley in Cocoon, <laughs> who was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be an old guy. He was only 52. He was about our age now. <laughs> really? Oh, come on. About, well, he was about 52, right? No. He had to have been. No. For, for in what? Cocoon? In Cocoon. That's impossible. I mean, how old was Don Amici then? He was in his 70s. Amici was old, but, but Brimley Michi. wasn't that old. He might have been 55, I think, at the most. That, I guess I just don't want to admit it, that, that's, uh, that I could play the old man in Cocoon at this point. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. But it, Brim- I think I look better than Wilford Brimley. I think you look great. Once yeah, my hair comes in, I'm going to look unbelievable. Yeah, Did you do it? Yeah, you didn't know. Wow. Really I didn't ask. Okay, that, that takes a year. Where is you it? Can't well, you, you can't, can't see away it. from those Hanukkah candles. You can go right up. <laughs> the best, 30K down the toilet. The best is Bob. <laughs> the best is Bob. Did you do it? That's the like. Yeah, really. That's yeah. good, right? That's good. Absolutely no, it's good. right. Yeah, I mean, no, it's um, it's roasting. so natural. It's, it's baking. <laughs> it's baking inside my head. Did it hurt? Yes. You really don't. You don't see anything. That's well, no, incredible. You can't see it yet. 
No, but I was expecting to see a lot of stone marks. Well, yeah, no, but you can yeah. see I got all these bumps, like these kind of good. pimples on a my head. It's annoying. Br- Brimley, by the way, <laughs> oh. if I could just resolve I this. Know, yeah. Brimley is 84 years old. Now? Coco- yes, now. He's still alive? Now, Cocoon was 30 plus uh, years. Cocoon right. was like 1985. Yeah. That's 33 years. That's incredible. So, so he was, was 55? 50, 50, and how old was, uh, who was the lead guy? He was, no, he was younger. He was 51. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, how old was Gutenberg then? That's one. I think that's one of his breakout hits. Uh, what? That's yeah. the one that he's in the world. Well, I no, I think young... Police Academy was before that. I think. God, you guys are good. No, this is what I don't think about. It. Really, what we do. No, police Academy. Really they don't give you the lead of a Police Academy without a little proven <laughs> track record. Uh, he, he was born in '58, so he was under. He was in his twenties. Right, wow, so there you go. but um, that is the most depressing thing I've ever heard. That we're the exact same age as Wilfred Brimley in Cocoon. Yeah. In Cocoon. He was fifty-one, so he had a couple years. That on is there, but not, not, not good. And you know what's funny is that uh, he was the least spry of the other ones. Where yeah. it's like yeah. Don Amici was doing that dancing and everything, and uh, well, he was known as a dancer. I remember his, until he got his wife in that shower. Remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe you think it was Room Two. When was he, that, oh, was that Part Two? No, oh, I don't know. A hard rub out. That you're talking about Gwen Verdon? <laughs> no. What happened was they, they were getting younger, right? Wasn't that yeah. the whole thing? Yeah. With Coon? So well, then there's a scene where he gets his wife in the shower. He's like, "Hey, you want some candy, little girl?" No, I think that was that couple of the, the Jessica Tandy and that Yum Cronin. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Wow, you're good. Wow. You're Why was it called? Uh, this is really bad because I don't remember the movie. Why was it called Cocoon? Because they the came, these aliens came from space <laughs> yeah. and they had their cocoons in this place. Easy and they were, uh, <laughs> but the cocoons gave off life energy and that's why they were. Uh, but um, I remember, do you remember, Dave, when I was in that improv group in the 80s? The cocoons? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dave and the cocoons? Me and Mike Royce, remember? And there oh. was this kid, Russ Riley, and his, and we used to do the thing where. We, you know, well, we have never seen any of these right. objects on stage, and we're going to do bits with them. Oh, and I this love that. one guy, all he would ever do is hold up like a thing or a bottle of water or a comb, and he'd be like, "Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley." He'd hold it up to his chin and just like <laughs> as if it was a beard. He'd do that gag all the time, and it was funny, and then less funny, and then funny again. One of those. He's not driving for Uber, is he? Is that that guy? <laughs> hey, let's no, see what he, Dave he had, has in his Judah bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else he got in there? That is I enormous. Stuff. I got some theories. I actually would like some of this you got, chocolate. You got theory? It's on my cards, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Dave, I, I have a question. Since there's a lot of musical people here, if you don't mind. No, you know this song, um, uh, Billy Joel's song, Captain Jack? Yes. When he says, you know, maybe I'll just stay home and masturbate. Of course. How, is that allowed on the radio? <laughs> I mean, like, it's was been that... allowed on the radio for years. Yeah, yeah I know. It seemed weird to care. How, got, how he got through with that. That was my favorite part of the song. I uh... I know, but did you ever say that? Maybe I'll just stay home and master <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting thing that they would put that on the radio when everybody was... I guess nobody was uptight then. Yeah, it's true. That's a real word. That wasn't... I never thought that was a racy word. Yeah. Well, it was... I felt like he was looking in my emotional window. I was like, <laughs> I, hey, I do that. <laughs> well, um... I remember whenever he's in concert and he does that and he does and sit at home and master... I'm like, Woo! And then I put my hand down. I'm like, oh, maybe that wasn't the time to uh, give a woo-woo. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, he got in a lot of trouble for uh, Only the Good Die Young. Come yeah. out, Virginia. You know, don't I, let me wait. I mean, the Catholic, Catholic, the Catholic Church was way like... Way too late. Yeah, right. The Catholic Church like went after him. And that, that made the song a big hit because everybody was like, well, we got to hear this song now. Yeah. Because the Catholic yeah, Church... Yeah, Catholic girls start it, way too that's late. That's how Billy rolls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he sure does. And, Billy and doesn't and know what we're talking about. He's from you? New Jersey, so it's... Uh, I love Billy Joel. How old were you when you discovered Billy was not Italian? Oh, no, I knew that story, oh, knew like that? a long, yeah, that was like a big New York, uh, Long Island story. 
that he, uh, what is he again? He's Jewish. He's Jewish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he full Jewish? Yeah, I thought he was yeah. half. Full, full, full. Danny Vermont knew all of it, everything yeah. about him. Do you remember that but story? I, thought, I think I, I told you. He was Italian the entire when you guys, I think when you guys were on Saturday Night Live, wow. um, we went to the after party and Billy Joel was the musical guest. Don't remember. I was so excited to meet him. I was so excited to meet him. Yeah. And I'll never forget because I have a gambling problem, you know, and I've had it for a long time. So back in the day before the internet, I had to call up this hotline to find out Went what the scores were, and the Hawaii game would always be late. So at three in the morning, I'm trying to find out the score, and um, I was at the payphone and uh, maybe Carmines or something. And Billy Joel was talking to some people behind me, and I'm like, wow. "Shh, I'm trying to use the phone." <laughs> like I remember, I was so embarrassed because I wanted to hear. Because if you had to, if you didn't hear the score, you had to spend another fifty cents to listen to it again. <laughs> oh my God. And he was talking, and I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I interviewed Billy Joel. When For I real? was a freshman in college, I'm on an airplane. And he's sitting with his ex-wife, and the same flight Christy Brinkley was on. This was when they hooked really? up. Really? Yeah, and David Hartman was on the plane. We wow. went to St. Martin. For Lucas Tanner? Yeah. I, I, Mr. <laughs> Good Tanner. Morning America? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I was and doing the one before. Good we morning land America. in St. Martin. He gets off. He was sitting, like, right next to us. He starts singing. We get off the plane. Wait, he just starts singing on no, the plane? Oh, yes. No, no, no. We're what an the asshole. Plane. He's very cool. He starts singing... <laughs> Um, New York, New York, which was very funny because we wow, were stuck. On, so Bob. a week later, we're flying back. And you know what we're going to cut to? I'm giving you the tape because this is how embarrassing it was. I had to interview him. I was, I was working on our college radio station. I and I was a that. freshman. I knew nothing. And I'm like, I got to get an interview. I happen to have a cassette recorder. I, he was in, our, we got bumped up to first class. He was in second class, I guess, that coach. So I went really? back and I said, uh, Mr. Joel, would you mind if I, I'm from WBRU FM in Providence, would you mind if I do a quick interview? And he said, sure. Go get your tape. So I came back. They cleared the aisle, and it was like, holy shit. And then I realized, horrified, I know nothing about his music. Oh, no. I wasn't How like a huge fan. You're a musician. I, I, liked him. I liked the pop songs, but this is the thing. People I believe you off. get this guy to do your music on the fucking TV. He doesn't All know right. anything about Billy Joel. What an asshole. He's a great musician. Okay, wait. Let me finish this. So I <laughs> yeah. say to him, the first thing I say is, so um, when's the next time you're going to come to Providence? He goes, I was just there last week. Oh, no. That <laughs> was the way. And then, and then went on like, and then my interview was basically like, what do you think of Frank Zappa? Okay, well, it's exactly 4.30 in the Apple right here on WRBG-FM, and we're going to continue with the music. We're going to stretch it out to an hour and a half after hours jazz. But first, we have a small interview with one of the top recording industry musicians, possibly better known as God in the world today, uh, Billy Joel. Billy, I want to thank you for coming all the way to St. Martin to do this. And, uh... <laughs> First of all, when did you start writing music? I started writing music when I was about nine or ten years old. That was to uh, I was supposed to be practicing Beethoven and Mozart, and I I got lazy. I didn't want to read the music. Oh yeah. I started making up my own version of it just to fake out my mom. Did you ever listen to Zappa or anybody like that? No. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought you were going to be like, out. but it was a five-minute interview. He said he was great. He was so giving. He was great. Wow. I thought you so, were going to be I like a like a you know like a high school or junior high interview. Like, do you, do you have any pets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was uh, no, I was I, actually <laughs> like, so what kind of music did you play when you were in college? And you know, how could you he, not he know his line. music? Goes, it doesn't add up. No, I knew his. I didn't know his music in the when would that have been? Be, late mid eighties. Yeah, the mid eighties. I knew it was like early music. But that's the best stuff. Anyway. But that's what I'm saying. Christy when was How could you not know and be on the turnstiles? Uh, you know, was in the seventies. Uh, or maybe I, I, that, that no, was seventies. That know? was the period I knew. I liked him. Turnstiles seventy three, maybe as before the stranger came out. Uh, the thing is, I just didn't know his. I didn't know his music well enough. I wasn't a super fan. I was listening to, you know, Zappa. It was just and like in that time, rock, Floyd. acid rock. During yeah, the Christy Brinkley years, that was like his 
kind of his heyday in many ways. I mean, well, like a comeback almost. And uh, well, the point is, he's, was he was a Allentown. very cool guy. He was really, really classy, very cool, and he gave me time. And I was no, you know, I just well, I think when you're a college student, which which I didn't know when I was a college student, is that people are more likely to tolerate. you. Yeah. If you were 40 years old, they'd say, get the hell out of here. Yeah, the younger you are, the more, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and but the a kid, ev- everybody wants to help a kid. Are oh, you college kid? Sure, why yeah. not, kid? Let me help you. Yeah, thought, and it made him look good. I mean, I'm stooping well, over that's him. That's right. I thought you were going to say, I'll give you my seat in first class if you do this. I did. Interview. The last thing oh. I said, I'll bump you up to the first class whenever <laughs> you're ready. Look at you. The cool thing is, I started off by saying, Billy, uh, thanks for coming all the way to St. Bart's to do this, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> I had a great open. You hear him? I'm going to give you the, because uh, it's a really bad I, interview. I, I'd love it. It's never if he remembered you. Clammy hands, uh, <laughs> Providence. Why are you call me Clammy? Yes, hands. yes, it's getting yes. Worst interview ever. Never again. <laughs> I, I Ruined my. Uh, couldn't yeah. even give it to anybody at BRU. It was so it was, embarrassing. It was not an almost famous. That's now Brown University yeah. College Station. Yeah, yeah it's a, a big station. Yeah, oh, really oh, that's just coming out. Now wow. University. That whole story was designed this. to slip the Sarah word Lawrence Brown versus Brown. Nice to see. You went to Sarah Lawrence. Sarah Lawrence was a great school. And Sarah Lawrence is all girls, isn't it? It's, that's, yes, that's a great school. But no, they have a great... That was like a Paul Newman's wife or Paul Newman. Somebody... Joanne Woodward? Yeah, Joanne Woodward, I think, went there. Yeah, you, you're from like a, also a big year at Brown, right? Wasn't there like a lot of celebs? It, well, John Kennedy was older than me. My year was... No one knows who that is. Lisa, John, John Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. Jr. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Billy Mondale was older than me, and Billy Mondale was kind of a, a sort of sad guy. Yeah. He's a very cool guy, but... I got rushed into a fraternity, and he was trying to sell me on the merits of the fraternity, yeah. and I was not, I didn't have a very good time my first year, so it was I very, understand. very I'm much of a downer. I'm sorry to bring you <laughs> guys down. What uh, about, yeah, man. I thought John F. Amy Kennedy Carter, John F. Kennedy made it look so fun. He, yeah. he lived well, really well. he's such a good-looking guy. He was, he was everywhere. He was a really tough guy. And like, he'd have, he'd get in fights at his own parties. He was a very oh, really? cool, tough guy. Well, in the 90s, he was like the, uh, the sexiest guy in New York City. Yeah. He was like the Batman of, of, of In America. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, just, it's yeah. not just the good-looking, but it's the, the, the regalness of being mm. a Kennedy as well. And, and, then the, rest, that good looking. and the recklessness. Yeah. Clearly... Never wore seatbelt. I've Never always said. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've always said the way he died is like that. Well, well, I guess he was married, right? That his wife was just nagging him. him on she was nagging him the whole time cars. on the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk into the mic when you say that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, anyway, mic, Dan, how do you handle these mics every day, all day long? <laughs> Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor neck. Your punum must be. Sorry, Dave. What were you saying? No, Go ahead. Oh no, that was it. It was remember when uh, when Paul Curia was on the show. <laughs> no, he was doing the thing about not did. giving him a microphone. Right, Dan, where did you go to college? You went you to Penn. A, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a great University. school. Yes, it was. Was and that's like a Wharton school. Well, I was at the Wharton program, the, the business program. So really? you really know business? No, no, no. Did no, you no. complete complete no, the program? I, I completed it, but my grades were bad, and I didn't. I, I, I was a tough tough time for me. What was that trajectory going to be? Well, I figured at that time, you know, that was at the age of like, you know, the the, uh, the Wall Street was cool back then. You know, right. uh, Bonfire the Vanities exactly. was it just come out? So everybody wanted to be like a trader on Wall Street or whatever. So did I guess I had, I had that in mind, I suppose. Did you wear a tie to class or a bow tie? <laughs> no, no, I just I wore a hot. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a tie to class hey, every what's day. Up? Another Jew, get him in it. Hey, I up. wore a tie and I carried a briefcase. You did. I have pictures because I wanted to be like Michael J. Fox and Family Ties. <laughs> I just wasn't smart enough to pull it off, but I used to do it all the time. I used to wear a tie. And then I made that my comedy clothes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first time you saw me at Pips, I was wearing a jacket and tie. 
Yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell you, uh, Dave, uh, it's always good to be on. Oh, we're still going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you went to NYU, David? I went to NYU, and um, yeah, just a couple blocks away. I made it a little, I made it, uh, really made it. <laughs> Russ, Four blocks from where I school. A shitty school in Jersey. Which one? Montclair State. Oh, you know, but I, I know was that forced one. to go there. Yeah, but he was oh. summa cum laude, as I understand. Yeah, I was up there. Yeah. And wow. I worked at, at PWC. At he was a one-man frat. I was at a big. <laughs> you were in a band. I was at a big firm. After, after oh, that. For, oh, you yeah. were at yeah, Price yeah. Waterhouse. Is that your phone? No, I turned mine off. Russ really had a real job. I think he had like a real. Called? Yeah. Me too. I had, I had a big one too. I had a big job at the Discovery Channel. Yeah. I tell people right. all the time, you invented Charlie. I'd, I'd be. I'd probably be the head of Star- Discovery Channel by now. I stay there. Maybe. Bob, how about you? Right out of school, <laughs> what did you do? Oh, God, I had five terrible jobs. Did anybody work at a place called Troma? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Stanford? right. You told me that I was a secretary Lawrence, at Troma. Lawrence Lerman worked there. Lawrence Lerman worked there. That's in Stanford, uh, Connecticut, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> no, right, it's on, uh, it was 40, in Hell's Kitchen. Hell's oh. Kitchen. Stanley Kaufman? No, Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hers, the two biggest really, truly assholes. I was in The Toxic Avenger 2. You were in it? Yeah. Yeah. And Were you one of the Gouda people? Yeah, I was like on that staircase or something when the guy from who was playing the De Niro character Wait, was you around were, or something. You were in the movie? With, yeah. Bob was the Did he ever tell you to take a seat? Did he? <laughs> no. Do you need to send the drink? I can't believe did they did they pay you. They didn't pay anybody. I don't think I got paid, no. But I'll tell you, though, um, Bob Greenberg was also in it. Yeah. And it was a grueling day, and nobody wanted to do it. And I was wearing leather pants. And Bob, but Bob Greenberg, like anybody who wants to stay for close-ups, please, you know, stay. And of course, Bob Greenberg completely stayed, so he's completely in the movie, mm-hmm. just you know, milking the camera, like, <laughs> you know, with the faces and stuff. What was your part? Just the background. I was just guy? a background, yeah. Oh, okay. just, but it was exciting to be in a trauma film at the time because wow. Lawrence was working there, and um, Lawrence was. What year was that? Or what week was 80, that? I was only there for two weeks. 87? I got fired. 88, 80, 88? Yeah, that is exactly the period. Yeah. I, you you know must what? have known him. I, I can't believe we haven't he put that together. He worked there for like a year and a half. S- s- I don't know how he could take that. that. Those guys were abusive. They were horrible. Really? Well, because Lawrence looked exactly like Roy Kaufman. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen an I old I was on a talk Jew. show in Toronto with Lloyd Kaufman. It was very nice, but I didn't work for him. Yeah, no, he's incredible if you don't work for him. Once you work for him, it's like, fuck yeah. you. That's, that's well, pretty they were much known everybody. for being cheap, and their movies were cheap. Yeah, they do it low budget. Most yeah. people are nice when you Low don't budget. work for them. Yeah, especially if you're on a panel yeah. or if you're in that kind of environment. Did you remember those films, Ross? Like the Toxic Avenger? And I remember the first one. Yeah. Attack yeah. of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, so that guy that who was the, in the Toxic no, Avenger, really. Dave, you know... The you, Blob. Remember the Blob? Yes. Was that, that was, yeah. was that Trauma? Sorry, Dave. Yes. No, 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 no I'm, I'm just saying the, the lead in the would have been great movies. if it wasn't. That would have been a big hit for Trauma. The lead uh, in the Toxic Avenger opened an alternative comedy room. Oh, which one? The Fez? No, Surf Reality. Oh, right. Remember that, that for that, years? Yeah. That down in the yep. Soho yes. or Lower East Side or something? It. Yeah, he was the lead in Toxic Avenger. Him uh, and his okay. wife. What was his name? I can't was remember. Portnoy, that Portnoy guy? Yeah. No, 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 no. Was Not, somebody else? No, maybe it was. I don't know. Him and his wife owned that Ross loft Broccoli? where... No, definitely not Ross Broccoli. <laughs> um, <laughs> Coming up with names what from that, that era. Guy, yeah. No, Portnoy was Soy Bomb, I think. Oh. Wasn't he that guy that came on stage on MTV and dropped remember. his pants or something? Or you I mean Puck? <laughs> no, that Peanut was the guy. Butter? That was the guy from the real life. Or real I world. think Portnoy put his penis in a Prozac bottle Pill? or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was something like that. Wow, you guys really. Uh, I'm, I'm going back. You to must it. have just been going from audition to audition all through the '90s. Well, I, we're lucky to get you on I this was. podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> I definitely did a lot of auditioning in the 90s. I got so close to so many things I talk about all the time. Let's hear it. Do you know that I was supposed to be George Wentz's brother? Oh, no on way. On that car talk show? No. It was between me and Steven Weber. <laughs> wow. And then I was supposed to, I mean, it really got close to um, the Rick Moranis part in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Really? I lost out to um, yeah, but d- Rick Moranis, kid from right? Bro- no, from <laughs> Bosom Buddies. On the TV version oh. on Channel 9. Oh. You must have been a great auditioner. But do you really ever know when you when, when they tell you... But then they want a celebrity here. Yeah, but so. Dave, if you didn't get the part, do you really know that you were close? I mean, yeah, can you ever really I tell? Know. Jump well, no, I'm just wondering, no, 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 because everybody you, always says point. I was close, and I don't... Can you really know that you were close? Well, yeah. I guess you're right. They that's told right, me it was between you and such and such, but you're probably right. I can't... But we were friendly with all those casting directors at the time. They were nice to me. Who and were they, they then? Because my brother was doing that. Yeah, thing. I know. I hate your brother. By the way, I don't know if you've been reading <laughs> the news lately. It's not good for Leslie Moonves. Not looking good. <laughs> Probably get it out in the open. I want to clear the air. My brother was How does that affect head of your talent brother? casting. I don't think it does because he's, he's got such a great reputation. Not by me. Well, he, he tried won't. to help you. He didn't really try that hard. Well, can I ask a question? <laughs> yeah. So you guys, you would cast, but who was your agent back then? Did you have an agent? Yeah, it or was. Or you just saw it like a backstage, like, no, no, hey, they no, need it was a... an agent. But I knew all the people. Remember back then, everybody was auditioning. I knew all the people at ABC. And yeah. Remember I told you, because one of the casting directors was married to the kid from Saturday Night Fever. Hey, Father, can I talk to you for a minute? Can I talk to you for a minute? My girlfriend. She likes to taste the communion wafers. Uh, Barry Miller. Barry uh, Miller. And then, because this guy was fascinating, because I remember... He was a great like, actor. He was a great actor, because he played that part, and then he was in... He was in Fame, I Fame think. as Ralph Garcy. Remember the comedian? Oh, right, and yeah, yeah. they have sex a lot early in the Bronx, like 6 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, what How happened to him? Oh, uh, he God. told Martin Scorsese to go fuck himself, and he was run out of the business. So could... Do do he still lives in New York, or no? I think he does. Maybe he's, but he just, I've seen him in a couple of but, other but things, look, but he could he, have had a big career. Well, people, you know, but very talented people disappear sometimes, you know. But he, but all he, the time. What do you mean? But he walked himself out of the business. Well, you that know, may like be, by, but, you know. You know, the way you do it. Yeah. Like, the, but, like the way you did on uh, that, what, that last comic standing. When you told everybody, turn those cameras off. This whole no, show that was is the bullshit. Be- that was the best thing for that me. That was amazing. You got people talking. Yeah. But then I didn't. Remember that, Dave? Right. I, I want to go back to the early 2000s. He took a stand. Yeah, he he took a stand. stand. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. Wait, what was the issue? He knew the, the show was fixed. Is, uh, let's he talk killed. about something else. No. He killed on the show, and then Barry Katz had it fixed, hey, man. and then he called them out on it on television. It was fucking awesome. Dang, wow. you took it out of the audience's, or the, uh, you took it out of the judge's hand. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Turn those cameras off. Wow. But I heard it was between Dan and one other guy. (laughs) Shut up. How dare you? (laughs) Turn those machines back on. (laughs) Right, I know. That's from Trading Places. That's from Trading Places. You know we don't have $300 million in cash. (laughs) (laughs) Again, a Don Amici reference. Yeah, but I think it was I think it was uh, Bellamy, Bellamy that was yeah. yelling, or maybe not. Mortimer, your brother's not Will. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Well, that's yeah. a pretty good uh, Amici impression. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, you, you know, know we don't have. So that was before. I would the... never let this company be run by a nigger. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I said everybody it. get that? Yeah, but I think you said it loud enough for everyone to hear. I know. Well, I was just doing a line one from the one movie. One of the candles went they, out. <laughs> hey, uh, three I have a question. They cut that out on every TBS version. I have a question. So you do the audition, so then you got to go home and wait. Like there's no uh, web or anything, so he's waiting by the phone, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, you know how it was, yeah. And I'll never I know, forget. I know, but I like, to, like the kids to hear how sitting <laughs> well, there waiting. Well, I remember once I got a call from... tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a call from... Uh, 
Spike Lee's company once. I just sent him my headshot, and then this girl calls. She goes, Spike really wants to see you. And I'm like, who? And I didn't know what she was talking about. She just assumed I would know what Spike was. And then I remember I sent it to Spike. And I was like, realized they definitely just wanted a Jew. I mean, my headshot oh, I couldn't be. My headshot was that one on the wall from that picture. When, from you, went to go, when you went to that office, they go, hey, do you need something to drink or some socks? <laughs> everybody was always handing the socks out to everybody. <laughs> no, I never got that. Remember, Dina Perlman was in one of his she movies. She was wow. in a Girl 8. Girl or, 6, Girl I six. think, right? That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what happened to Dina Perlman? Yeah, what happened to her? I think she got married and moved to New Jersey, like a lot of the ladies in the business. Or can you not say that anymore either? Well, you know, know. that's great that, um, you know, you guys gave it a shot. Would you say you're still uh, out there? Maybe there's a casting director listening right now. (laughs) Maybe, but I just (laughs) used the N-word, so I'm pretty sure it's over for me now. Yeah, but you don't know the way things are going, you know? Yeah, but that could be your hook. You're the guy that I say. I'm the guy that doesn't mind. Well, that's why Tom Papa, every time I do his show, he gives me all those words to say, like, colored people. He knows I don't care. Maybe there's someone's casting in 1950s. (laughs) I've been waiting for that my whole life, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting to bring my Charlton Heston back. (laughs) That's going to come back. You'll see. Charlton Heston, you did an impression of him. Time with uh, hemorrhoids, I believe. Uh, no, yeah, right, Let me that hear was, that. Uh, yeah, that, that would work. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear that. Or he was doing an advertisement for, uh, for hemorrhoid cream. No, for indigestion. It was Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yeah. okay. well, oh, my God. Has <laughs> <laughs> the Lord not made us suffer enough? I have diarrhea. I don't know what to do about it. It's a classic. It's a classic. I've seen that live. Plus, it got me to the comics table at the cellar. I love that it. Bit. That's a classic. That and, Ma- and Magoo. Mr. Magoo getting fucked up the me. ass. Wait, I, I never heard and that. And the Bill Cosby on Def Jam. Those, those well, two things. I want to hear the Magoo if I could. Yeah, the, the Magoo one is good. Ah, 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 I can see. Ah, he, 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 he. No, I just And then he does the uh, My Three Sons. Well, that, forget about that. Mm. Which now you'd have to is make it more Ernie? gender fluid. Who is that? Is that My Ernie? My three thems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do Ernie, but I tell you, every time I see John Stewart or Smigel, they're always like, you still doing that uh, Ernie Douglas thing? Isn't that so great? so fucking annoying. I'm like, you know, you guys already won. Is there really yeah, any yeah, reason yeah, right. to? And weren't you like going to do a Ben Stiller show or something? Weren't you on Ben Stiller thing? No, no, yeah. I never is got it, on Did they win or is but the race w- still on? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say something. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Just really, Dave. Move that back. Yeah, I don't want the yeah, wire. Come on, the candles. Thank Alrighty. you. <laughs> the real Coconut Grove situation. Dave, do yeah. you consider them having won, or that the race is still going? No, that's, with these, uh, well, with yeah, these candles. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. The, the race is clearly over. The race of what? Candles. The race of the career race. The oh, no. Oh, I no, still I'm consider totally it going. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally out. I still have hope it's all going to work out. Yeah, I, tell, I, I can see Dave, like, he's like, you know the most interesting man guy, the guy from the sexy, Dosaki's guy? Yes. Like, he got that, like, after years and years. Like, he was he had done some things, but he never, but that was his big breakout thing. Yeah. So I see that happening to Dave. Yeah. Like, you know, it'll be like, yeah. I I'm would love it. it. I'm rooting for people that, like, been hanging around forever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think at this point people would be like, good for him. Yes. Even though he uses the N-word. And who, yeah. <laughs> that really let him release his inner monster. <laughs> just that, right. that one other guy would just die. You're still getting these parts. I know. He's beating you. I don't know. Mike. I, you could do a soap commercial. Joe Mackey. Are you still auditioning? Still going out for auditions? No, I wish I could. I would totally go out, um, but I never. I don't even know how it works anymore. Like I, I have a lot of free time. Like I mean, at my job, I can always. They always let me just yeah. go out and stuff. And I meet people I from the early days, and I always ask them what they're up to, and they'll always say like, 
you know, voiceovers. And, like, you can never really say they're not doing it because there's so many other voiceovers. There's no way they are. Because like, you know, the ding-dong really and the hard. commercial for the... <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to get, and everybody yeah, really wants hard. it, yeah. And now they just use a lot of celebrities, so... That's Worse true. than that, they use, like, ad execs. So the guy I met who did the... Um, all the Geico commercials, every one of them. I was on a vacation. I meet the guy, tall, good-looking guy, and he's got, like, two names, you know, like Michael James or Jimmy Michaels. He got it because he was an ad guy. They like they knew him. They liked yeah. his voice. And he just went in and was like, 20 seconds, whatever that is. Uh, he did every one of them. And I didn't know how big a, a deal that was. It's gone on for like 15 years, every incarnation. And he's him. from Toronto. Right. When, he, when he wasn't in the, uh, the caveman, he didn't, that wasn't a voiceover. He does the tagline. He's the guy who oh. does every tagline. Right, right. So it's better than doing like any of the actual ads. Right. He gets What's the, the, the tagline's always like, like, you can 20, 10 lead a chip to the thing, but you can save money on Geico. No, it's, right. yeah, 20 seconds could save you something. Right, And right. I can't remember it, which wow. it's not I that effective. That, I feel that Geico has been chasing the caveman campaign now. For going on 15 years, and they're never going to catch. But they're never going to catch that caveman, as far as I'm concerned. You mean some good ones, that though. kind of heat? Well, it's well that like kind the of that, that was so good. Yeah. yeah, but then they also had the the Geico, which is still going on. No, you, that, we're talking about Geico. Oh, no, he's talking about the cave. That the was cave Geico. Geico. That was right, but they had like five like, different right, ideas. Right, they they keep repopulating. Well, they're really smart. They always they always have a new plan, and they have radio ones too. They're it's very smart that they made. Insurance fun, and then you could see all the other ones like Progressive do, and do all those and Affleck, like you said, they make them fun, which, which never nobody ever thought to make. And even all the, uh, with the Peyton Manning and Nationwide, they all make them funny now. But that was all Geico's idea to like make them lighter. To people though buying insurance, say, you know, this is a funny insurance company. I think I'm gonna. I'll go with this one. No, no, it's it's ironic. It is. It's like well, it's a little lighter. I like that, you know, because insurance is so nobody wants to well, talk about it. It just sticks in your know? head. That's why the guy, the caveman one, was good. But then, yeah, I guess it's just some, a matter of sticking uh, in your yeah, head. Dave, that but that's the, like that the, the uh, Affleck, uh, the Affleck <laughs> duck with yeah. Uh, Gilbert. Yeah, you know, like he like, lost all that. Money, yeah, it was, right? that that really sucked. That really. Sucked. He was supposed to be here tonight, but he's flying out. Where's he going? I don't know. His wife didn't say. There's no flight to New Jersey. There's <laughs> I mean, no flight to the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. <laughs> Gilbert, I heard. Well, I didn't hear it. I saw it on the documentary. He takes the mega bus to Philly. Yeah, he does. That's fascinating. Can you He's believe hilarious. that? Mm-hmm. Just hilarious. to save money. He took a sad job and made it sadder. Being a comic, <laughs> a lonely comic on the road. Why do you suppose he does that? Like, what do you think that comes Because he's, he's not a, a driver. Case. He doesn't drive. So. I know. No, but, but he, he could take a train. Yeah, it's cheaper though. I know, but the point is, he has money. No, yeah. it's he's like when a, he has bills. I mean, he's got kids and all that stuff. But so. it's like when he did my birthday show. He, yeah. You know, he was like uh, his wife. You know, we I communicate through his wife as everybody yeah, does. The best. And I'm like, he's definitely getting the hundred bucks though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when he came over last time. He's like, now make sure he has an eggplant parmesan, parmesan yeah. and a ham and cheese sandwich, and make sure you have some. Well, you mentioned have some soaps over there and stuff. Which yeah, he likes that. Nice, but she, and so then he goes, I'll. I'll take. A, I'll eat the sandwich now, and I'll take the eggplant parmesan home and eat it in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has under his bed a whole yeah, all those soaps and soap everything. And yeah, shampoo. it's weird. Yeah, but he well. found the perfect woman who's totally okay with it. And yeah, it's just like see? this is what he does, and yeah. it's amazing. And she's great. I mean, everybody. Bob, did you ever interview him on a holiday trip? <laughs> <laughs> or on the Megabus? Weirdly enough, I only junior take the, year. I take the Megabus just to see if he's going to show up. The Megabus. Gilbert is a generational comic too. Like he was in the '80s, but like I bet you, like if like the Love Boat had continued, he would have been on. That. Oh yeah, wait, I was just. Um, oh, they were just showing. Um, <laughs> I was like that, the Chicago. More for that, Dave. That what? 
Yeah, he, he deserved a bigger laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you. No, you're, it, it, that, they just showed on the Chicago station is having like a married with children '90s yes. thing. They're just going to show like all these clips of stars that made it, or and then they show Corey Feldman, and they're like, or didn't, uh, or you don't like, or whatever. And Gilbert's in it, and oh, it's like, he, yeah, uh, it's unbelievable because we forget. His longevity. Yeah. Like the fact that he was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, he, yeah. That's the first person to replace dude, all, yeah. the real cast, right? Dude, the 1980? Pa- the parrot in those Disney movies and that Aladdin. Well, right, right. That, all those. He did so many things. But I'm talking about way early on. Yeah, like, no, he was forget. the original. But uh, Married with Children, because I was looking at that too, they replaced ev- pretty much everybody but the lead guy. Who was the lead guy? Ed O'Neill, you mean? Ed O'Neill. Like, he's like, I don't, I'm not gelling with the children. So they got the. No, no, no. They kept, they stayed, everybody stayed. Not from the, the pilot, though. Not from the pilot. Oh, from the pilot? The pilot, they recast it. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, I didn't, oh, I never saw the pilot. Uh-huh. That would be interesting. Yeah, no, they did. Because I was going to say, all those people were smart and they stayed with the show, except for that idiot, uh, the first husband. Until, right, right. You know, Ace. From well, the, that show looks you know, like it, it costs fifty dollars to make. When you look at that show, <laughs> oh, so I know it's it's hard to watch because it's just all that it's, hand laughter. That was like the Roseanne <laughs> show. Like when you saw the reboot, you're like, "Oh, right, that used to be what a sitcom looks like." You know? Yeah, it's like, "Oh, okay, now I'm going to slowly walk over to here and say something. Now I'm going <laughs> to slowly walk back over this way." Well, today in the paper they said that logo or one of the networks just quietly put it back on the air. The reruns. Oh, okay. You know, like nobody's talking about it, but they put it back on. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think she got a bad rap, or do you think it was, justice was done? I don't know. Yeah, I that really... was a little rough, though. I mean, it's hard from to her? recover from that. Yeah. Which she tweeted. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm not. But into... do you think that ABC did the right thing by just firing it? I think so. Then... She, they had to. From a business standpoint, if they, they had kept to. it on the air, do you think people would have watched? Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely uh, do because of her topic, which is just Trump, and it was very smart. Yeah, and that's right. why I was so because nobody Hollywood doesn't make those kind of things. I think people absolutely yeah, would have kept on watching. Totally and anything like, it was made for those people. Slightly less. I mean, it was just so far. Right. Yeah. You well, know? she said that but I'm third generation makeup artist, and anything that keeps <laughs> TV shows on the air and my people working, my grandpa. <laughs> My grandpa did Keaton. My- <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. You had a big point. Uh, I had eight points. <laughs> but uh, she claimed she didn't know that woman was black, and so she was I just thought that, that I she looked know. like... Oh, your the, brain will scramble for anything. You just can't... That's but that why might... might save it, yourself. Well, you don't think that's possible? I think she knew. I was going to make fun of the Broadway play King Kong. I thought it was played by... <laughs> but people hate that. Uh, <laughs> Dave, you're a little, Who's for Tracy a little behind the times. <laughs> you can't compare a black person to a monkey anymore. No. It's over. No. You know, Mamma Mia, if I can bring it up, <laughs> I, the second I one? didn't know how important ABBA really was. Bob, you'll back me up on this. They really were like a superpower group of their time and like almost all the way to like the 90s, they were still touring, I think. Yeah. Or the Huge. 80s. Huge. Were they? Big, Big songs. And remember, they had another musical called Chess. No, I know well, because they're... One Night they, in Bangkok. They talk about bringing That's- that back to this very day is supposed to be back this next November. I've never seen it. I've heard the music from it. I've, I'm dying to see they, it. They were fantastic. They really were great. Well, one night Swedish. in Bangkok. But that's they was made their top own, 40. Yeah, I'm sorry. They made their own music for that one, not like Mamma Mia where they just took the right. regular stuff. <laughs> they also right. were the ones that, you know, like in Spinal Tap and everything with the, the haircuts and all that kind of like <laughs> this, like one, like the 
profile and the faces. Like, that stuff was like, ABBA did that. They, they were like parodying did, ABBA. Did you ever see this? Like, their early, I guess, videos. Yeah, well, did you ever see? Yeah, you're right. Did you ever see the, the silhouette. second silhouette, episode yes. of Saturday Night Live? I think it's the second one with Robert Klein as the host no. and ABBA's the musical guest. Wow. And it's it's absolutely fascinating. So they're doing, I think, Waterloo. Yeah. And he's playing, they almost do a video. He's playing the captain of this ship that's going down, and they're singing, and he's doing a bit. Where he's like, oh, oh, oh. oh but, wow. and they have like the, the, they have the the set like going back and forth. It's, wow. it's so weird because you know they don't do that at all anymore. They don't do any of that. But it's just it, that episode is fascinating. Let alone you realize when he does his opening monologue, and I don't know if that's the one or whatever he does after, but how good he was and why he's Robert even Klein. now you don't know, yeah, of why he was so popular because he was doing some really edgy stuff. Opening Saturday Night Live talking about Judaism and never anti-Semitism and never laughed. I, I liked him in an episode of the New Twilight <laughs> no, Zone. No, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. The totally. New Twilight. Do you ever see the New Twilight Zone episode where he all of a sudden people are talking using different words for things like lunch is called the dinosaur, and and little by little he can't understand anything. No, I never. Uh, no, was, I know no, nobody saw the New Twilight Zone. The New Twilight Zone had some great episodes. God, that sounds like Dogtooth. Has anybody seen a movie called Dogtooth? No. Same thing. It's a family who raises their children, and everything has a wrong name. Hello, sir. What's up, man? Chris, Chris Rock just won. Yeah. <laughs> he's welcome to join us, I suppose. Well, I'm sure he'll let us know if he's interested in doing so. <laughs> this Chris Rock character, is he good? Is he, uh, is he in any controversy I, at all? I was all, on Twitter all day arguing about Louie, and I don't know why I let myself get into those discussions. <laughs> I don't know. This is off topic. If anybody's interested, I'm interested. Okay, no, I'm just. I just got sucked into a Louis debate on Twitter, and there's no. I, and and then everybody came at. Like I tweeted a couple things, and all of a sudden it was like this swarm of people just coming after me from all sides. On you Twitter. mean you're saying people are still angry? They're yeah, they're angry. I just they, don't understand. Well, they're also because the comedy seller is doing a, a fun. This is what all started is a comedy seller. Bring that up. Pardon? What made you bring that up just now? I just thought I was uh, making... there was a, there was a, there was a slight lull. Like, oh, okay. No, no, no. I, I just I get asked if Chris Rock was in any controversy, as, and that's what. And then controversy up. got Dan going. Yes. But we, we don't have to just. No, 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 it's all right. He's I, off. I, I, he's off right now. He's just going. He's raw. The comedy. I thought he's it was interesting blind. because the, the comedy seller is is doing a fundraiser for a Me Too uh, oriented fundraiser about women's violence. So on Twitter, they're like, "Can you believe the comedy said these? You know, they're trying to whitewash." Uh, you know the the, with, the the fact that they let Louis back on stage by having this fundraiser. Yeah, and so I said, well, that was actually the fundraiser called the seller, and it was their idea. You know, and that's what dragged me. It, it wasn't the comedy seller's idea to have the fundraiser. When was this? This was today. Oh, today. I'm saying today. I was on Twitter. The, oh, today it was. Today that it, it was the day I was on wow. Twitter, not the day of the fundraiser. Oh, when was the fundraiser? How I, long I think ago? it's coming up. I don't oh, think it's, it's coming up. I think, up. I think this was like months ago. No. Like when I, we came down here for no, the first no, time. No, no, I got yeah, trapped because I there's thought. always something new. Any little thing will bring it back. So the fact that they're having this fundraiser is all of a sudden everybody's talking about Louie again on Twitter. I'm shocked you got sucked into that. I always do, and I, I, I never learn. I never learn. It's do really you love amazing. Twitter, Dan? Do you like it? You do. It's evil. It's exciting. It's evil. Do you like it like it's exciting? I, I, sometimes I like to debate on it, but it can be... E it's like the swarms of people that all of a sudden are coming at you, telling, telling, saying you're a rape apologist and a, and a defender of abusers and all this and that. 
But you love like just the uh, intensity of it, right? Well, it's quick. I don't know. If the David, problem is it's quicksand, and you're not gonna. The more you fight, the more you get sucked in. Yeah. So. I only had one problem. And then when you stop talking, they're like, "Oh, guess who stopped talking?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. But <laughs> well, that's why I had one problem. I made fun of Alyssa Milano once, and some girl uh, said, "You're such a pussy. You didn't put her name, her Twitter name, so she wouldn't see it." And I'm like, "That's no, because it's a stupid joke. I didn't want to include her in it." <laughs> but yeah, I got so much for making fun of Alyssa Milano. Wow. That's when you know things are bad, or nobody really cares. Well, when I really have something to say, I say it on Larry King. <laughs> and um, Wait, I still can't believe you just did it. Where yeah, does he with, film with, that? Uh, Jeff Ross. Yeah, where does he tape that? Mike's. Where does he tape it? In 1982. That's where he tapes it. <laughs> <laughs> to get in a time machine and go back. Dan, there might be a lull, so get ready for something you can't say on no podcast. <laughs> Wait, Dave, what was a question that he asked? What was a, a, an well, interesting he, he question? He is so like, you know... How does it get started? You know, it's everything. It's like talking to your uncle, you know, like at a table. Like, you feel like you just had a very big meal, and now it's like, so, where is this going, boys? But, you know, Larry King himself, I think, you know, first of all, Larry King is more interesting than the guests. So, wouldn't it be better if there were young people or younger people going on asking him questions? Asking him questions. You've been married eight times. Let's hear about that. You know? When did you know? When did you know? What's with you and Sandy Koufax? Is that for real? (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that, you know? I heard Sandy Koufax doesn't care for you. You know, it's like Marlon Brando, yes or no? What do you think? (laughs) He must look so old when you're in Yeah, Yeah, well, he's 84 years old. That's not that old. Anymore. He always looked, I mean, he looked great. What is old? He always looked, I think old now is 90. I yeah. think you go right up until 90, and then it's over. Like, I think like you're the right. Bush family. I think I'll say old is like probably, uh, for me, would be like 65. I think Really? Honestly, oh, I Jesus. think that people are I'm overstating this. You can keep doing stuff and all that. It's I don't see it. I don't know. I think well, the older we get, you can keep get, doing it, but are you quite as excited about it? As well, the, it's the not question. exciting as a Twitter battle, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see it maybe 20 years from now having a Twitter battle? Like... I mean, honestly, no, do you think well, I don't think Twitter over. will be in twenty years. It'll be something else that we don't even know. You know that we don't even know about. But well, you're right. just saying uh, that kind of thing. You're not going to be doing that at that age. Oh no. You well, not. you never know. I might be a gr- cranky old man. <laughs> not you. Might be. Get kids to get <laughs> off my Twitter you? feed. Might be. What about so Larry King? I'll say one yeah, thing. Yeah, say more. Him. It was very definitely like one of those things. Like I, I never thought I would be on Larry King, but. Jeff and I together, and Jeff knows everybody, so he knows Larry's wife, you know, they play tennis, all these different things. So it was really interesting to see him there. But, you know, Larry is still running the show. You know, he's like, are we back yet? How much more time? You know, I I, I totally get it. And guess who was coming out of the studio when we were going in? Angela Lansbury. No way. I'm like, is Larry all right? (laughs) He's fine. Was there a murder? Are you saying the first lady of American Wait, theater? Wait, really? Was a- La- Angela Lansbury was coming in when Jeff, because Jeff has that famous joke about Angela Lansbury. No, she was coming out. She was oh, coming well, out of the studio. But the point is, is you 94. Know, she was like, what's um, the joke? Wow. The joke is I saw Angela Lansbury in an antique store, $95, something like that. Right? <laughs> Funny. She's still a good sport. <laughs> Angie, you look you look like dynamite. <laughs> the two of them together, three hundred years of entertainment, one room. Kirk, Kirk Douglas is still is still kicking at one oh two. I believe he just turned or will turn this Kirk? week. Kurt Douglas, 102. Yes. Kirk, Wait, he's still yeah. alive? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many I years has he had the stroke? stroke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many years has he been going with the, well, the stroke well, symptoms? Yeah. Or the, I, I think it's somebody that was born when he had the stroke is now graduating, is in graduate school. Wow. That's unbelievable. You know, I'll tell you. Wow. He's what, 102? He was one of those guys who was like, uh, when I found that he was Jewish, I felt better about being Jewish. Yeah. That was no, cool. it is Did one you know of those Jewish? things. 
I didn't know that. Watch Spartacus. It's a whole different movie. But I think, he, I, think, <laughs> I think he had a nose job. I can't give him full credit. You think so? I believe so. That's all right. So. That's what we have to do to survive. I remember back <laughs> in the day, that was in the 40s, correct? But Spartacus? Well, then he was a big deal. It was the 50s, I that guess. That was the 60s. 50s, yeah. No, Spartacus was the 60s, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah, that's right. Because color. Wow. Him and Burt Lancaster, they were like big influences oh. on me. Really? Yeah, I loved them. They had all those like great boy adventure movies. You know, they're pirates and you know, like I never watched any. Action. I never liked. I didn't like any movie before I was born besides North by Northwest. Really? And this the Wizard pod, of Oz. You didn't like any of those like Tony Curtis movies? No. Like, no. This, this podcast is going to break a hip. Some like it. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I always get very angry because I'm just like yes, I feel loves some like it hot. People that are like millennials are lucky because yes. they're the stuff that they were born that they go back is like Back to the Future and Sixteen Candles and stuff. That yeah, sounds like more are... fun than those horrible movies we have to, to sit through on Channel 11. I think those movies are up. Well, Wizard of Oz, I used to look forward to every year. No, no, The Wizard of Oz I like. That's the only one. In fact, every time it's on, I still look at my TV, I press the info button, I still can't believe it says 1939. And I used I'm to love... Wow. Wow. Is that the year it was? Yeah. I used to love March of the Wooden Soldiers, too. Yeah. Yes, I was, was thinking about that. That was a good Christmas I movie. Hate, I find that so boring. Even as a kid, I always did. And the Abbott and Costello too. stuff was great. No, that was great. Wait, what about... Um, oh, crap. What was the... Um, the, the Peter Sellers movies. Have you tried to watch oh, a Pink yeah. Panther? Pink, no, it's slow, I, right? I show that to like a younger person. It's so slow, yeah. and it doesn't translate, and it's that thing where you're watching it. He like is that. still a comedy genius, though. He's amazing, he really but is. slow. I actually like... There's I've a lot more time then. being there a couple recently, that's and that's too, still yeah. really good. My, that my, holds up a little my bit. My nieces and nephews like I Love... I mean, it's not a, it's not a movie, but they love I Love Lucy. Oh, they really? do? The dialogue has really evolved in comedy movies. Like, the situations are all funny and great actors, but the dialogue's really... Did you ever see Horrible Bosses? No. When Kevin Spacey's in prison... and is they're it good? Ta- Dude, the dialogue is tremendous. Really? It's so much... It's evolved so much since older comedy movies. The older oh. comedy movies are great, and they're great situations, but the, I find that the dialogue in today's comedy movies That's is... That's interesting. I really thought you were going to say the other way now, around. Are you crazy? The dialogue yeah, now know. is like so... It's like boom, 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 boom. So many jokes. Yeah. So much I see better. what you're but saying. But the physical jokes aren't as, aren't as strong as like... Because uh, like in uh, Young Frankenstein, like th- those yes. jokes, like it's just like seamless. Like yeah. I really do like... I, I know what you're talking about where it's like a million put downs, you know, and on the all jokes these shows are now. Clever and fun. But mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. The I agree with you though on the dialogue is. But that's why I actually think yeah. the movie Arthur holds up because it's joke, 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 joke. Yeah, I mean, I it's really that guy who wrote it. He died right after. He never got to make another movie. Oh, really? Um, I I like every line in that movie. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan as you are no? of that movie. Yeah, well, I like the whole. Who really? Nah. Who, uh, who you do a good that wasn't Blake Edward. No, his name was Stephen something or I can't think of it now. You do Did a pretty mean. Rent? No, that was Jonathan <laughs> Larson. Um, no, he. That, but it's funny you guys don't like it. I guess I like, I like movies enough, where the guy is okay. rich and he shows off to a woman. Yeah. I uh, I yeah. like those kind of movies, and that's why I was watching that Crazy Rich Asians, and I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Because it was at first it was a guy like kind of not showing off and. Like 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 even in Batman when Bruce Wayne is uh, and you know Vicky Vale is over there and he's like should we open another case of champagne offer another case did you like Angie, Angie the sitcom <laughs> no I hated it, it no was because that was slow a, that was a, was that a rich guy that married a waitress was it no yeah Angie it was with Dolores Ro- Roberts uh, was in there no not Dolores oh, wow. oh yeah she, but Robert Hayes Robert Hayes and and Donna Pescow Donna Pescow oh is that the premise that he was rich? yeah he was like a rich guy and she was a waitress oh I didn't yeah, know that. That no I guess good. I was always just bored by it and there was a great world. theme song by Maureen McGovern How did back it, in the theme song era how it went but the theme song I can play it for you she was uh, morning after there's got to be a morning after oh really from, yeah from a Poseidon, Poseidon Adventure, Adventure. 
That was wow, a you're good. Comedy. That was really well that was done. A good nice that was a that was a comedy. Are you talking it? about the Shelley Winters vehicle? Yes. <laughs> Where she's Dude, the great was, swimmer. And, and who's the guy? That too. And Ed Al? No. No. Who is it? It's exactly. You're thinking the Chico right thing. Chico and the Man guy. Oh, Jack Albertson. Jack Albertson. And Gene wow. Hackman. Gene Hackman. I'm telling you, a... I'm a priest for God's <laughs> sake. I know what I'm doing. He's great. He was Follow great. Upside Hackman. down. God damn it. <laughs> oh wait, this is the theme. Oh, it's to Angie. It's coming in. Oh, now I feel it's like love is out and love is. Where is it? I can't believe I'm actually putting not... my, my headphone to the mic. Why don't you? Uh... Uh, like I can, easy money. To, I could play it to, in post to keep going. What Russ was saying—that's a great one. Where not only did they use a comic to his best of his abilities, which is uh, uh, Rodney. Easy oh, money. You talk about easy money. Yeah, and it's like all the visuals are great. All that's the an visual, interesting one because physical comedy is awesome. And it's an interesting one because it's not for everybody. It's it's kind of out there. I think it's for everybody. Other than, like I think of back to school is more yeah, for everybody. Yeah. But easy money is like you got to like Rodney. Yeah. And you got to appreciate it. I and like then easy money better than back. To you school. do? I really do. I mean, yeah. I like them both, Only but in different ways. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Come here when you're this. All right. This is a theme. Was this your after-school show? You come home and you watch it. <laughs> yeah, it gets hard to hear. You know, but the, yeah, gold, the golden easy, age of theme song. Easy Money is uh, that Joe Pesci, which is amazing because yeah. you forget he's in it. And, and, uh, uh, and the I, guy, uh, Taylor Negron. Taylor Negron. He was another unsung hero of like comedy I, acting. We, he would have been on this podcast right now if he was still alive. We were becoming friends just before he died. He was so funny, that He guy. would have been in all my productions, you know, yeah. like that here, you know, with all the readings for sure because he was a great guy. And, Talk um, about casting. How many times did that guy go for the sarcastic waiter? Yeah. You know, I but he was oh, great. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll bring that right away. You know, like that snarky guy? Well, he's always the the pizza delivery guy from Fast Times. You he's know, great. Like, he really is One of the large double cheese. <laughs> but yeah, he was great. And then so he came to my birthday once, and my brother-in-law did all the lines from Easy Money. Oh, how annoying it, is How that? annoying. And he was a gentleman about it. I yeah. but I just, my brother was I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I just I was like, you bad. Very bad. Like, I he just couldn't handle with, it. I just worked with Dennis Blair. Wasn't he a co-writer of Easy Money? Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, just, well, he was Rodney's opener all the time, so he, he also wrote I think he was a co-writer. No, no, he was a co-writer on Easy Money. Because Easy Money, he was in Easy Money. Was when he? they are doing the um, the regular guy look. He's at the fashion thing. He's like, <laughs> who would wear that? And then he I sees he's wearing it. Let's get a picture here. Oh, yeah. Well, in any case, we, I, we were uh, at Comedy Cellar Vegas together this week. Whoa. Way to name here, drop. Take a picture. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, all right. We got it. Yeah. On the it was hey, funny Dave, to pause for the great. picture. Well, it's not over. You can edit that well, out. How no, much I know. longer can it be? Well, it's just a little bit longer. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about a couple more things. One of them uh. is that. Uh, the USA Gymnastics today filed for bankruptcy, which makes me so happy. They should be disbanded and uh, brought up on many charges. That's hey, a. Hey, hey. Are you Keep leaving? Going. Keep going. Oh, no, Get through it. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just wondering what you thought. Well, why, why, why should, you, in your opinion, should they be disbanded? Because of that one doctor that everybody kind of do knew, that. and they didn't do anything about it. And I just feel I've been talking about this for a long time. I just want them to. Uh, I'm glad they're filing for bankruptcy, and I hope they just disband the whole program. Yeah, but then we'll have no more gymnasts. And yeah, and it's got to be cleaned out for four years, and then they can bring it back. I feel bad for those girls, but what are you going to do? Well, because Somebody four has years, to be punished. Four years, that, that's over for a gymnast. I know. What are you going to do? you got to blame uh, the other ones. Those hips come in, and, and <laughs> you know, they gotta be they got to be 12. Also, Mary Lou Redden got a divorce. Did you know that? No, is that breaking news? No, but it's interesting. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. They also... Um, Look, the Shamus candle went out first. 
That was the first one lit. Well, no Hanukkah miracles tonight. That, uh, Russ, that is Shit. called the Shamish candle. Shamish. <laughs> Russ, in your town, were there yeah. any Jews in your high school? No. Not a one. Really? Not Wait, a where in Jersey one. Can we were killed you? the last... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what town was where it, Russ? Where were you in Jersey? Hawthorne, New Jersey. Uh, Hawthorne. We've talked about that, obviously. Oh, we have. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys, when you first met during uh, one Gothel of the birthdays. Gothel Road. Wait, I'm trying to f- figure out... It was in the Paramus area, it's yeah. so it's, you know it. Probably. Hawthorne was a, would cover a stretch of territory, because I was in Ridgewood. Okay. And that I, area. I moved to Ridgewood, and then I moved here. We have not had that discussion there. Yeah. Where did you live on in Ridgewood? Sorry, South guys. Irving Place. Jeez, I was on Beechwood Road, but I went through their whole like school Wait, system. Wait, that's where you're yeah. from too? New York City, then Ridgewood. You grew up in New York City? Up until I was 10, and then we got dragged to Ridgewood, which was actually a nice town to get Somebody's dragged to. Somebody's got a wealthy family. Yeah, I didn't, know that. I didn't know you grew up in the city. At first, you were born for the city for 10 years? I was born on West 11th and West 4th and went to Bank Street when it was on Bank Street. Your parents were homosexuals? They were two men. Oh, so were I, they? We didn't call them. Delightful. No, not at all. Oh. <laughs> well, Russ, your no. family had a flourishing Look, funeral lo- business, I believe. <laughs> I don't know about flourishing. <laughs> I, was, I just think that's funny. They were in the funeral bed. <laughs> yeah. Russ had bodies in his house. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Terrible. Wait, that's... Everything so, was grim. Wait, I don't, I don't think I knew... Yeah, your parents yeah. ran a, like, an interesting story, I think. Yeah, I didn't know. Your parents ran a funeral home? Yeah. And a pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> you want a hot? You want a cold? Right. Wait, that's uh, true? Yeah. That was yes. good, Dave. That yeah. was... Saw the bodies, everything. Yeah. Wow. It was like li- like, like literally you could in the house. In the house. Like that My Girl movie. Six Feet Under. Exactly like that. Mm. Well, you, you turned out okay. With Anna Chumley? <laughs> and, yeah. and my father would get calls in the middle of the night. So he'd get like a call like, he'd be fucking screaming. Really? Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he was like a rageaholic, too. So it was like the worst thing. That... So that, and then but his would... dad did that before him, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. and oh then that's he would, interesting. And then he would like turn it off when the people came. I'm so sorry. Yeah, exactly right. But then as soon yeah. as the door closed, God, motherfucker. Yeah, fucking... Wow. So this is I your... want a fucking call now. <laughs> this is your one-man show where you play like the generations of funeral directors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, God, did you? That's like a big when deal. you were a teenager and like you know when every father wanted like you worked at your dad's store. Yeah, and I did. Like, did you have to work there? No, and, but he, he had an embalming table in the basement. And he didn't make you cellar. do. Anything? You had to see like, that though, right? Yeah, of course. You, you would have peaked with, with the draining on the side. Oh my! The and that was in the house that the house. you were in. Yeah. How did you? I guess you. When you grow up with it, it's not a big deal, Yeah, it right? wasn't, you know. Cadavers. That would really yeah. freak me out. I, I would be absolutely Yeah, and they're in out. the house. They're yeah. in the house. And it's like a long, so, yeah, so windowless. The, so, like, a viewing would go on for a couple of days, so the body would be in the house overnight. That's freaky. And you yeah. never, you know, got scared in the middle of the night, or you are a manly well, man. Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't think you really, you know. But it was not in the I, same I'm section. I'm scared of that now. Well, I sleep was that with in New Jersey? Was, was that in Ridgewood? In Hawthorne, New Jersey. That was in Hawthorne. What was the name of the, was it a funeral home? Mini funeral home. Wait, what was it called? Meneve Funeral Home. Fucking idiot. I know, I know. I should know that. Meneve and not Sons Funeral Oh, yeah, of course. But there's a, there are like three of them in Ridgewood. I just know from there's a, bearing there's a lot there's of people. There's a lot people. of funeral homes there. Yeah. Gee, Russ, yeah. that's fascinating. I yeah. swear I never knew that. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Did, but uh, it, as a kid, did you get like weird gifts? Like, uh, you know, like just stuff that were on the cadavers? <laughs> <laughs> what is this old brooch? <laughs> That's so strange. Wait, and you and your did your mother work in the funeral home as well? No, or? she was a teacher. Oh wow, Russ, did it smell like formaldehyde all the time? No. Or a weird sense. Yeah, that, that was like deep down. We had another level of basement that he would do that. 
and then the viewing room was the next level, and then there was another three floors. And then, so, and then, but they, like Russ, then, when then you your bedroom, I, mean, I have yeah. questions. Just well, do you believe in ghosts? Like you would know if anybody you're living sleeping <laughs> yeah. in that house. That's an excellent Great question, point. Dave. Dave asked the hard hitting. Well, question. look, I'm I sorry, mean, but he had some prepared things he ripped right from the news. So go ahead, let's get <laughs> well, to it. That's why poltergeist tariffs. Yes or no, guys. That's why poltergeist is bullshit because yeah, I want to hear ghosts. There were no ghosts in Russ's house, and yet. They'd have us believe well, that answer. Craig T. Nelson's house was, was full of ghosts. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson. Wasn't <laughs> that the guy from yeah, the Colts? Yeah. Yes. Guys. Six Feet Under, too. That, did that resonate with you at all? But he was also that? has a great yeah. name for if you yep. do see a nose. I see a ghost. ghost. Craig T. Nelson, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's something just. Oh, that's the Mrs. Muir. <laughs> Oh, well, well, did you like did. when you were having the viewings at the place? Like as a kid, like was it in the movie? Like where your ball would bounce down there? Or <laughs> oh, I got a good story. I have a good story for that. Please, tell. We're playing stickball right in the lot next Stick door, ball. and for some reason we're so stupid. We're I'm batting toward the house during a funeral, <laughs> right through the fucking oh my god during a funeral, and like an idiot, I copped. I should have just ran. I copped to it to my father, and he, and he was a rageaholic. What yeah. did he, he beat the, the shit out of you? He was like furious. Yeah, he flipped out a lot. He, but he wouldn't flip out over, like, serious things. Like, I would get suspended from school for fighting and these big things, but he would flip out over, like, the little things and wow. go into a rage. But, like, big things, like, like I would it. get arrested for, like, some horse shit, teenage stuff. And he would be calm and cool, but, like, over, like, little things he would go back. Like, if, if you threw the mustard out when there was a little bit of mustard. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, my dad actually, used, uh, to this day, my brother-in-law, I go, like, can I open this soda? And he goes, you're not at your dad's house. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, right. You know, because I couldn't open a new soda yeah, so, unless I had permission. Like, that, like, I didn't want friends to come over ever yeah. to my house. No, me neither. God, that's the coolest house to go to, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it seems like people would want to come over. Yeah, I didn't want him over. <laughs> what, did your, what did your dad do? Uh, he he was a um, publisher of a newsletter. You ever hear of a, um, electric vehicle news? It would have been huge what? now. Electric, electric vehicle, vehicle news. It was a newsletter. He oh, had. He just missed his time. He had a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scooter. Is he still yeah, alive? He had applied genetic. Yeah, he's still. Alive. Oh, you're the only one. Applied genetics news. Oh, he's wow. a, a, like a futurist. Well, now, I don't know if he was a futurist. That was a big word. It sounds pretty much. I like mean, he it was is. technology related news oh. newsletters. Did he but work wait, for he Omni he... Magazine? What's that? <laughs> did he know Bob Guccione? Did he ever get a call say, Omni Did he do that double fisting? Because that was ahead of his time. Wait a minute. Time. How does he make... Yeah, he didn't get into that area. Oh, how did no he make doing that? money oh. doing that? Well, there were, because these, these newsletters cost, were very expensive for the few people that wanted to buy them. Yeah. A subscription was quite costly. Oh, I see. Oh. My dad sold lingerie and bras and girdles. <laughs> That's a classic uh, job, yeah. Jewish job. Yeah, it really is. But, so and then he Russ, made me do it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, Russ, go- did you, was there any hauntings? I want to hear the hauntings. No, I would, I would tell you. See, you could get on that haunting show. Yeah, wow. It's but you get on the haunting show. You, even, how do, how do you'd they be keep... the worst guest ever. Like, I don't know of any. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> you I, people are crazy. But are people are you afraid to go into a, a cemetery or a haunted house or anything like that? Well, you like have that? to even I ask. When you buy an apartment, you have to ask if it's haunted. Like, you can ask if there's been any kind of... Police actions, if oh. it's haunted, you can ask. Right, history. I, I, yeah. I think it may be an urban legend. You're, you're legally obligated to say if somebody committed suicide. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I think in you're right. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you could have well, had. Uh, did you have people come a little, in? A little tip for my landlord in a, in a couple of years for me. <laughs> did you have people come in that were ever murdered or, you know, that kind of well, stuff? Well, you know, probably, probably, I don't even know. But that's when the funeral. Suicides, though. That's when the funeral director's craft really comes to the surface. Yeah, because he has like to make a, that like body. The Godfather. He has to make the body look. Make him look. Yeah. I don't want his mother to see him like this. But there be like a, there's a hairdresser that comes in. That's did what I was going to say. Was there how, a, how Jamie Lee, is there a Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> character that comes in and 
She's really hot. Yeah, she did you ever does have the makeup? Yeah, younger, yeah, a, makeup a younger person, woman. a hair person. Yeah, like were it, they pretty? No. Like in the uh, forensics, <laughs> where they have like a no. beautiful woman, and they lift up the cheek, they go, "What a waste!" <laughs> <laughs> they put it back down. <laughs> they got hair and makeup. What about craft services? No, none of that. Did your dad want you to come down and look and get involved and go into the business? <laughs> no, that's no. what because that's yeah. what every father. Of course, I mean, that's why I asked him. That's why I asked yeah, him. Yeah, my dad. The bridal me. business. My dad was cool with me doing whatever it was, but I probably would have been the sucker who did do it. You know. What was your dad's business? Uh, he bridal uh, tuxedos, bridal. Uh, very difficult business. Yeah. Really hard. Formal wear. Very difficult. And Amy Schumer worked in that store too, right? No. Oh, I no. thought she worked for no. your dad or something. At one no, point. no, no, no. AJ no, did. Dave Wishes. Oh, I remember that girl, AJ. And, yeah. uh, Steve White came there and bought a tuxedo. He's now, a comic. He's a black guy, right? So the yes. tuxedo was like white or purple? Well, he's going to, uh, uh, no, it was just regular. Mm-hmm. And it was um, uh, for prom, you know. But yeah, I probably would have ended up doing that. But I would have expanded the business to, like, limos, you know? Huh? <laughs> hey, Full you service. need a stretch limo? <laughs> with 400 with, uh... pounds. I wear a tuxedo all the time. I got did to... your dad do prom stuff? He sure did. Oh, so that's... That's it, a big it, business. We never that's made any money business. over there. Well, the really... prom, prom season is huge for those guys. Yeah. yeah, but we never made any money over there. It was really tough. Was and tough now business. with Rent the Runway, that, that took everything over. Yeah. yeah. And also, many... uh, oh, okay. when I did the uh, weddings of photography, like, for the videos and stuff like that, I was the assistant. That's been taken over just by a friend with a cat with a phone. So yeah. it's another business that like technology has destroyed. Did you have to wash all those young loads out of the tuxedos <laughs> at the prom? Yeah, no, there was always some weird <laughs> something weird in the pocket. Oh I was too young god. to really understand what it was. <laughs> oh my god. I think that I think that place was haunted because I used to clean it at night and I would hear the weirdest noises really? and stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Remember, we did a TV show on that one time. That's right. Yeah. 20 year so credits. Many years ago. You were working in the place? <laughs> yeah, I worked there for, uh, like when I was like from 16 till I was probably like 18. Can you 18 fucking picture this? Picture it's hard to imagine. All, everybody was out causing mayhem. <laughs> I had to go there and lock up the I store. was there. I the saw it live. The building of the great comedian. I saw comedian. it live. I saw it, and it was a big store. A really, really big store. Wow. Did, did two, he do commercials like... Um, no, we should have done Like Murray's Wigs? Yeah, like Murray's Wigs. <laughs> Come on down. What do you think, honey? This is a great job. <laughs> and no talking orangutan. That would have been that would have been the best. I mean, it would have been like Long Island Heroes. Hey, Uncle yeah. Floyd, yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> but if you really want something great, yeah, because they always put I'll all their fans in it too. Tells formal yeah. wear yeah. on Old Country Road in Westbury, yeah. right near the linoleum warehouse. You're so right because I, you know I went to Ithaca College and I met all these people from Long Island. Which you know, people from Long Island never went to Jersey, and Jersey never went to Long Island. Yeah, no so need. after in college, when I met all these people from Long Island in the summers, I would go visit them and see all those ads that were on TV late at night all the time, and it was uh, it was amazing. Uh-huh. Like for me, because I worship TV yeah. and anybody that was on it. Was was a little celebrity to me, and going past that old country road and seeing all those places like Manny Moe and Jack and the Pep Boys or whatever it is, it was completely fascinating. Long Island had so many local ads, you know. Wow. It was, I loved every minute of it. Though. So let me ask you this. Ithaca, right? Yeah. He was in the college radio station. Were you at anything yeah. like that? Yeah. I got kicked off twice. Because no. <laughs> I wanted to be like Howard. So I was saying stuff, and they're like, we're going to oh, really? have to. Wow. He's the original Howard's yeah. man, really honestly. Oh, yeah, from 1982. Wow. He was in D.C. at that time? No, no, I didn't. Uh, Johnny, no, yeah, as soon as he got to New York. Yeah, W, was it NBC? W, W-A-N. W-A-N-B-C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you first go on stage, Dave? Were you at 1987. NYU? Me, Cousin Brucey, <laughs> and the Wolfman. Now, now were no. you at, uh, in college and you started doing Towards the end of college. Towards the end? Like the so last did year. You, would you say your first year was 87? 
Yeah, I think I've been doing comedy 32, 33 years. And then we, oh, you were at Pips the first night. I, that's when the first time I saw you. Saw me, with right. Mike Royce, yeah. And then so we was, met. was there a time? He was in, killing it. He was really killing it. During time in college, you're like, I'm, I'm going to be that. doing this. No, no, <laughs> I, I never thought I would be doing this. No, no I'm saying, what, what, what did you think you were going to do? I thought I was going to actually join the Navy, or oh, wow. I was going to like get a job like where I'm like a photographer, like in a war zone or something like that. I thought I had like an amazing, like I was going to be like, you know, traveling the world. Now I realize how exhausting travel is. You know, oh, I really do. It's like, brutal. that's like, yeah, but if you day, were that, like, I kind of get what he had Was to your go father through. in the Navy? Is that why you He was in the Navy, But if yes. you were that young, Did you get I this don't... newsletter that we used to put out? <laughs> <laughs> but if you were that Robot young, the Navy. traveling might not have been that, what? If you were that young, it might not have been that big a deal traveling like at that yeah, time. Yeah, no, when you're young, you want to travel, but when yeah. you get older now, like when we travel all the time, it's yeah. exhausting, even Bob. Yeah, you know, it's exhausting. Bob's on the road now too, so. Because you're with the, still with the Lori Berkner band. Yeah, and there's this weird tribute band. It's an Everly Brothers tribute. So we go out to ridiculous places like Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Let me just say, it's with fun Bob the Golden, guys if you good. don't know Bob, it, Bob has been our friend for a really long time, and Bob's done the music for a lot of Dave's television shows. And, and he's also um, been in this Lori Berkner band, which is the biggest kids. Band, this woman is like yeah. amazing and like like she sells millions, right? Or and she yeah, she has a really interesting fan base, and this is really interesting. The, you know the bass player, you'll know him by looks. He's this really tall African American gentleman on SNL. <laughs> he's the bass player. His oh yeah, I know James that guy. Genius. He comes here all the time to the bar I hang out yeah, at all the time. He's, Bob is he's a great guy. He's, he's a great guy. So he, he just t- had a kid. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. He <laughs> wants to go to the show, so he texts me because I know him. It's just the fan base is really weird. Like you get kind of celebrity stalkers like Paul Rudd. He, when he had a kid, they, he, they were obsessed with Right, once you have yeah. a kid, yeah, my si- remember my sister was like, what? And she wanted to meet her so badly. By the way, that was the best line of that show was the Paul right. Rudd line. Let's but move Bob, on, but I just want to go. Bob, don't use my old credit. Bob, like, did John Oliver's music for his show. Yeah, yeah but I also, just... I did the first thing that, that I, this was amazing. I met him in 92. We were doing a show together for Comedy Central. It was a telethon. Yeah. And the, the I got paired up with him. Telethon. It was the best. Th- I remember. He was the, the, honestly, I've never met anybody as funny as him because the script, on it. the script was so bad that he, he just sort of turned around and he just threw the script away and just started on camera. Yeah. I remember. That's what You're I like, bought. You're like, I'm the, not going to uh, read this. I bought the. Uh, <laughs> it was a live show. I, I saw still, that on network. I still own. <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> I still own the uh, domain name, a telethon, in case you wanted to do it again. I love it. Because uh, he should have done it once a year. But yeah. that uh, that <laughs> was your. That was the, you, really great. That was a great time because you were really. I didn't know that's where you guys. On. That's where you first met on the. the yeah, not no, only we, was yeah. it with Comedy Central. Uh, it was called the Hot Network back then. I think. No, was it was it? Still no, it was Comedy Central. Yeah. It was Dave, all what was it for? What was shows. the tele- Was it a joke remember. or was it for a cause? Yeah, it was, it was to raise money for like the Clinton Michael. Clinton relief. Yeah, it was some weird, yeah, political. The thing. political thing. Oh, they, that's so funny. They did all those. Poli- they used to do, you know, democracy in action, whatever in action. They had more. Al Franken. I did a show with Al Franken. They used to turn over shows like. What they used we to did. have more like leeway with their uh, before it became so like segmented and scheduled over there. They had more like time where they could try stuff like that, especially in the late night area. That became that became more um, intense now. Yeah, and they didn't have the quality control. Like the, the stuff looked awful that they shot. Early yeah, on. yeah, no, I remember. But yeah, so you guys have been working together for a really long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, but you know the greatest, the best story about dynamite. the insomniac thing was uh, they said he was going to. It was a pitched pilot. There was like seven minutes. Yeah. You did with yeah. Nick and uh, no, I, it was my idea, and they were brought onto it. 
So that's when I got brought on board, yeah. and, I, and I we reconnected, and the budget was so bad. We were trying. I was thinking we'll get Tom Waits to sing it, and that's when it was the magic was. The decision yeah. to have you sing it you was go. such a big deal. Or, or, or sort of half sing it. Uh, work all day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. All right. Well, hey. Great Is this time. a wrap-up? Hey, hey, no, no. Hey. I just want to say one thing. Here's what hey. I think we should uh, do. It's a, it's a, no, it's one <laughs> thing. Headphone drop. I just realized just put the fucking they table still up. have the lingerie bowl. And uh, here's a picture. Look at this. This happens every year. Um <laughs> Wow. Look wow, look at right? that. Look they at you. That's a, that's Social justice These warrior. girls in, that's they still, there's that's, one oh, last place that, yeah. where you can see girls in bikinis and people at a stadium and people seem to be okay. That's it's called the lingerie bowl. Where is that? Uh, well, it's a, all over Look at the, Dan's eyes light up. That. That's a, yeah, I have but, their 2019 schedule right here. Really? And I'm recommending that on Saturday, June 8th, we all go to Colorado, get really high, yeah. and see the Seattle Mist play the Denver Dream. <laughs> now, what do you say, guys? We meet next June and we do it there? I'm not really On the next out. season of Glow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting. I used to watch the lingerie, but I thought they got rid of it, but I they didn't. I didn't know that it still went hat. The Chicago Bliss have won four years in a row. Oh. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I can't believe you know this. Uh, oh, the, they're terrific. The oh, I know. You always do your homework. You really well, I, bet on, I bet on it. You know, so it's, uh, <laughs> do you I'm really? Like, I bet her top's going to fall off. That's what I bet. Well, you, you lost all your money betting against the Globetrotters. <laughs> that's right. I bet on the Nationals for years. <laughs> they're so due. The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> they're right. That's the oh, one. They're so right. due. Anyway, not guys. that 40-point spread? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the menorah is out. I know. Which yeah. means oh, our over. time is up. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the next uh, birthday dinner going to be? You're up next. I don't yeah. know, buddy. Let's get it out on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Meet us on January 18th. At, uh, <laughs> guys, thanks for having me. A happy no, thank and healthy you to all the listeners. It's very kind of very cool that. to put this together. Dan, always thank good you. seeing you. I'm oh, yeah. sorry, it's not my podcast. Go ahead, No, Dave. no, no, no. I, 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 whatever. Yes, thank yeah, you, Russ. Dan, thank you. I Russ, know you hate podcasts Dave. as much yes. as Dave does. I appreciate you coming on the second time yes. in two weeks. Yep. I really appreciate you it, Dave. It. You have done your obligation, nice my sure yearly have. podcast. I appreciate it. And by the way, thank you for going on the other night. He was brilliant on my uh, show. Is- he went on the last five, ten minutes. He killed it. And Bob Golden, thank you so much. I know you were confused on how the podcast works and everything. Oh, this is your friend. This is my friend. Your Mexican friend. (laughs) From Mexico. All right, let me sign off by saying thanks, Dave. Never done this before. First podcast I've ever done, and I'll do it again. Yeah, you got to come over. Russ, thank you. And I'm rooting for Dave's success. Dave Juskow's success. Oh, that's very kind of you, Russ. Thank you so much. You got it. Thanks. uh, Thanks to the Comedy Cellar. Yeah, you guys can. I always uh, just end uh, talking by myself for (laughs) that's how it always. Every podcast ends that way. So next week, let's see, next week uh, I will be doing finally a solo podcast, which we haven't done since October or so, and that will finish off the year for us on the Dave Juskout Nightfly podcast, and then we will see you again, of course, in 2019 when we all go to the lingerie bowl and have a great time. We've uh, had some really great weeks of podcasting. I cannot thank the Comedy Cellar enough for hooking this up. They didn't even do their serious radio podcast. They hooked it up all for me. And I thank Liz Fiorati for making that happen. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the big Hanukkah annual festival lighting of the menorah, David Tell podcast. I'd like to thank Russ Mani, little Danny Natterman, Bob Golden, and David Tell for being great guests and on the show. And I'll see everybody next week on the Night Fly. Good night, everybody. This world I've known 
Yeah.